before we begin today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the ihp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership so i'll keep this engaged based on my surroundings and the people and surround myself with who will accept my true self as i am example me and being talkative i'll be my true self and talkative i don't have to gauge terrain or what i'm doing with the people that are my loved ones and that are consistently in my life doesn't mean they all appreciate it but i can be myself and they'll tease me and i'll tease them and yada 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 so just a quick human element breakdown here and now i'm rereading this again so we are like a quartz crystal different points of attraction we are always being drawn to people places and things that represent some theme that we wish to heal or wish to fulfill much like the grieving cycle itself there are facets of our consciousness that needs some form of closure which is ironic because our energetic wounds also known as karmic imprints leave openings in our auric field that energetically represent an area of our soul that is lacking the love of our awareness so it means you're not aware of it obviously so seeking closure is a very fitting term when addressing karma both emotionally and energetically karmic relationships can still be considered soul family because right now she's breaking down soul family 
but in a roundabout way karmic connections are not conscious collaborations we travel with our soul family but with karmic partners it is not by choice right here i would beg to differ greatly i I don't want to get us lost into this conversation but i will talk and say remember every one of us has chosen our journey therefore the reality is it has been decided by your higher self if you want to believe in these concepts now if we want to come back down to earth and only talk in earth terms none of us consciously choose our connections okay so let's divide this up if you want to talk about so family and that well guess what in that level you actually have chosen everything and no matter what somebody from one of these subject matter areas presents to me i am sharing with you my feeling and thought connections of all of these different topics every single one of my encounters of our encounters have been decided for they help our expansion now what a karmic relationship connection serves of course there's different ways they're going to talk about it because of what takes place when you are in an infinite space of neutrality with the experience of life nothing is not chosen if you will okay that's the feeling of an empowered being is not you again without any type of choice from those so family so they are so family for a reason and although they're they're you know a lot of people will talk about this probably the way she does i'm here to say you chose and you prior if you're that wise how you're gonna go through stuff so karmic connections are not conscious collaborations we travel with our soul family but with karmic partners it is not by choice we are magnetically pulled to these connections because they hold aspects of our power or essence that need to be reclaimed and integrated karmic bonds she says are ill-fated they provide us with the catalyst we require for our soul's evolution and propel us into our dharma by acting like a slingshot karmic relationships are meant to hinder us in every way possible until our ego has hit rock bottom and we are forced to meet whatever it is within ourselves that has been denied repressed or rejected so typically anything unconscious so one could look at karmic relationships as providing the necessary friction that is needed in order to break out of the momentum of one's own pattern aka their own one's own karma although these relationships can lead to extremely positive outcomes if we integrate the lessons they represent karmic connections and they're not carried out from she repeats it again a conscious and loving place so don't start getting homesick of them she goes on to say tied to karmics uh, through deep soul themes you're tied to karmics through deep soul themes until you generate new patterns sometimes you choose to incur karma so you can have access to certain experiences and this is why again when they go on saying it's not by choice uh, not the case and here's the thing i have a couple of uh, examples in mind which is why besides the again infinite connection of how you either 
are choosing or you're not so again right now i'm in the metaphysical esoteric spiritual realm not talking humanly because if i need to talk humanly then i can talk about this with epigenetics our heritage our ego self our family patterns behavior and karmic energy in that sense okay so breaking away from the human element for a minute and into the spirituality spectrum i'm here to share with you that everything you choose for those of you who want to believe in soul families and all of that of course there's ways all these experts are going to give you a layout and the minute you've got it you've got your piece of information once you are in your avatar state of consciousness fully unity oneness 5d again functional adult call it what you will you'll know that you just gave yourself a why that's one out of 10 million gazillion the reality is if you are choosing the experience of your own life then you already know what you need because you're wise before being born so you've chosen the karmic experiences the examples i have are of in fact i'd say dynamics that make a lot of sense why certain groups go through karmic experiences and it is because they actually have an ego that is insecure and that has built these karmic patterns due to the fact that there was not present in their life sense of safety ventral vagal state empowered ego they don't know unconditional love their ego is in need of being quote-unquote shattered in this sense for their patterns of choice are not unconditionally self-loving and it is also not unconditionally self-loving or loving towards others either the individuals who live these extreme circumstances are essentially trying and will for those who succeed get to a place of awareness of their true ego and then of choices that they can make which will be more loving towards themselves and people the ego in a state of uh, karmic energy and therefore not the unconditional love charged with neutrality or anyways again you exit karma and go to dharma when you're in the avatar consciousness state so with that in mind a person in a ventral vagal state knows their specific basic consciousness and is always around people they love can be themselves you're safe you're able to engage okay you're not in dangerous situations meaning upsetting situations nobody puts themselves in physical harm nobody accepts mistreatment the person who has healthy unconditional love and is in a constant ventral vagal state is a person that doesn't enter karmic relationships at all the people who do they did not have that and so here's why it makes sense to me and why i'm saying people always if we want to talk about you choosing they're they were chosen it may be unconscious of conscious and i can see why some people would think of things as uh, not being chosen but again they're chosen very specifically and the build-up is this every time life presents with presents you the choice to be unconsciously loving so in compassion with yourself and others to be a christ consciousness oneness consciousness unity consciousness to be a functional adult which our entire life at a certain point will start giving us 
i would say it's after that age of eight because after that age of eight is when you stop accumulating trauma and you move out of the theta state the theta brainwave state is up till the age of seven and remember the psychologists they tell us that up to the age of six or seven we're in magical thinking there's an entire way that the psychological community can break down to you the development of our brains and there's even a spirituality component that i don't know enough about yet but that my friend had introduced me to from her learning of this academia school that actually breaks things down with the spirituality realm and she was saying how kids are in more connected of the ethereal realm until the age of seven so the two right here match the psychology the spirituality children until the age of seven are in their theta brainwave state or in a subconscious pattern if you will and in fact there's not much remembrance except for those very important autobiographical memories that you'll be able to share or that are shared with you the explicit and implicit memory so having said all of this the ability for you to start choosing if you will to learn and be in an unconditionally loving state i would say pride begins around the age of eight and you are a human being like any other human being with an attachment defensive state and with caregivers that will be leading you and telling you what to do and the person still will be choosing how to handle that based on what your nervous system's defense mechanism of choice was we have flight flight freeze pause collapse submit please appease attach cry for help we have the part about if there's unconditional love how many times ventral vagal state so you have an inclined state we have epigenetics that shows that uh, what our family heritage went through is carried down so the psychiatrists they talk about when they have patients from uh, families that had family members in the holocaust or in um, camps of enslavement how that is shown to carry on in the genes and here's where when we think of unwinding karmic energy karmic cycles trauma for the collective and individuals whether it be like when i work with reiki and or distance um, the distance healing you guys know this or akashic record consultations and those visits or just working with a person in an emotional human way spectrum it's always you with your own body heart and mind with the story with the beliefs with the thoughts with the experience and um, you know the funny thing is although they talk about this whole ascension thing as if it's the first time it's happened yada yada i always wonder how they don't really how it doesn't dawn on them you're a human being you forgot and they tell you you forget everything you choose when you come here how do you even think remotely that it's the first time one that has happened you don't know that i mean no matter what piece of information you gather how do you not stay connected and grounded to the fact that you're living this experience and here's where remembrance happens and so of course you're going to think it's the first time for certain things but once people have accumulated enough information this is where it gets me when they are not remembering like dude it's new to you but you actually aren't remembering everything potentially and really you don't know neutrally speaking here's the beauty of in being in this complete 5d self-empowered enlightened state is you acknowledge you don't know all and you 
won't really know all even if we live to 5000 years old we'll we won't know what was before us right or what will come after the part that i'm trying to get at here is karmic energy is connected to that trauma and it can be connected to all that you know again science gives us for one lifetime you can do other lifetimes the reality is that when you're interacting in these experiences for the person who's achieved the love it's should be it should be uh, because not everybody chooses it not everybody was inclined there's that we group and so people didn't choose to present their true self the same way little boys by three four five are balancing their own feelings uh, i'm sure women girls do as well in a different way they learn that they need to balance in order to receive the part that we have society that is achievement based i don't believe it's only the western world in any way shape or form because our mammalian heritage has an attachment defensive state therefore your first inclined uh, nervous system's response is society engagement and you looking outside to make sure it's okay and whatever was not okay to whoever raised you is not okay in your body's book it doesn't matter if you've adapted it or not there's a feeling that is one of not freedom and bliss let's put it that way that is one that is in a state of i don't know your nervous system's present it's alerted and to achieve complete again neutral ventral vagal state is you choosing to be safe in your own body more times than not and here's where once you're old enough you you do and can begin doing that as a young person for me it was very straightforward but again i was introduced jesus and god and my ability to hone in on the unconditional love the feeling of ventral vagal state was immediate i had a parent also that gave me unconditional love in those moments when life and children you know were not kind and it was in a very good way the imprint was you know life isn't fair but you can do it and you can be loving and giving me the coexisting guidance that every parent who is a uh, at least you know average parent is going to give so that children then choose what to do and the child those of you tuning in who was committed to love again you didn't turn karmic on anything you didn't build trauma you kept on allowing yourself to learn and to grow and to transcend not pretend but to actually transcend those experiences and you can look back to them with love if that's not where you're at yet you can do that that is you unwinding uh, karmic energy and that's you healing the past i can't wait to watch the video with uh, dr bezel vandercourt but i want us to finish getting through at least some of this the twin flame part i wanted to share a little bit with you guys so for the karmic patterns and relationships i didn't end up talking much about the soul family but the soul family is very straightforward uh soul family like she says here you choose and you choose to come to uh earth with them basically or to life with them so that you may uh learn to achieve dharma so you grow with them you usually share the same uh resonance you're drawn to them 
and uh, you will pursue that expansion together karmic patterns on the other hand they basically get you in not a very happy way to get rid of that ego those patterns that aren't serving your well-being so the part about being able to transmute i would say achieving a state of functional adulthood and unconditional love and neutrality with humanity means you can meet anyone that somebody else might define as a karmic person and hold love and see uh, where they can grow and where there are hurts and that's part of their journey and it doesn't scare you Uh, you don't vilify them or call them names you actually maybe even try to give them support the part of how and why these individuals will engage with each other is the same the fear that they'll stay in that state or the idea that they will is where i see people not really realizing that expansion of consciousness is always life-serving so these karmic toxic patterns which in fact they even describe at the end where is it when they describe that they end up uh, not moving into a place of expansion here let me read it for you because she made me think of the if you guys tuned into the episode on uh, the intangible when i read to you the interview with dr bezel van der kolk and he talks about from peter levine the other doctor's book how a wild animal who gets stuck in trauma dies because they get stuck in trauma and human beings have a way that they can even though they've been through trauma compartmentalize and go and create amazing things but they they are not necessarily happy so the human being has been able to get out of dying actual physical death but it was because of the ability to think and here what i read to you that the one guy who's writing the book i'm going to look for that book if it's out yet but how he's looking at mental health and people's uh, ability to adapt to quote unquote crazy environments well a lot of kids didn't have a healthy family household because we come again from a past where we were uh very tribal not in a bad way tribal but primitive is the word i should use and uh, what i'm trying to say in, in a state of nature and here's the thing this is not something that i'm ashamed of or think people should be ashamed of the human species began according to science from a cell this this fish comes out of water then we developed i know some people don't believe it but even if you don't believe in that the knowledge of what a medieval town was of what it was to be given up for sacrifice they burned witches they weren't they burned people alive like to think that uh we were always intellectually advanced we weren't now people will talk about that as evil that's evil medieval so again using that word doesn't mean anything to a person who realizes the medieval times they didn't have science the way we do they didn't have technology the way they that we do they didn't know why things worked the way they were are you really expecting uh your ancestors way back when to have intellect did did really or oh let's just use the word they were evil greedy horrible human beings comparing again with what you have now gained as a human being to what they didn't have do you call a child and it's funny because sometimes people call children nice other times they'll say children can be really mean 
which one is it are we mean or are we nice and it'll always depend on one who the child is they're talking about what the child did this word nice mean versus the breaking it down in a physiological way of course people don't do technical because it's dry and boring as my brother-in-law likes to point out but you don't need the story either what can be explained in simple terms is a child is not knowing what life is their nervous system is reacting they're learning by the way by example so however they behave they may have acquired something they may not have their their defense system took place we 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 can we can venture a guess but what we can do instead of guessing of why if they're nice or mean these two words is let's help them learn how to coexist which is what people usually will do with children then they go to be adults and justify being in charge states but here we're learning about that now thanks to the technology that gets into the uh, nervous system and the brain development and people can see the pattern of how your brain works and stop saying oh it's your genes you're a bad human being you were born from that family and you cannot be anything but that again medieval is what it makes me think of but here's the karmic continuation so the whole goal of a twin flame relationship so just i'm ending here to transition well into the topic is to catalyze one another into embodying our higher self just so you know the whole goal of your twin flame relationship if you're in one is to catalyze each other into embodying your higher selves this means your avatar consciousness your 5d self your unconsciously loving self to become a whole person equal masculine feminine energy somebody that you even if you did nothing in your life you could feel you know what i do exist and you will be doing stuff in life but again using that extreme example on purpose but addiction abuse and power games are common themes in karmic relationships so common themes in karmic relationships addictions abuse power games so you can expect any form of toxicity from a karmic bond as these types of connections bring out the worst in both parties and they are meant to be short-lived obviously again she uses the word meant what really it is it's really bad for you you're not going to be able to stay in it now if you learn then you don't repeat that type of relationship again learning doesn't mean accusing and staying in a charged state fyi it means learning to be in unconditional love neutrality in your own timing of course but with you and all and that's where you can achieve enlightenment eventually from those experiences when you're ready to transcend the pain component with love forgiveness and neutrality which is from the body ego self this is your choosing for a reason you experienced it which is why some will say that's so hard it's hard because you experienced the the pain and the body knows it so you have memory of it but you can divorce right from the memory gain access to that intellect and unwind and process if you choose to do so it is hard for karmic connection to show genuine support because there are too many shadow aspects that play in this dynamic and they are not deeply hidden so they are very obvious and visible the part about um, you can expect any form of toxicity from a karmic bond as these types of connections bring out the worst in both parties meant to be short-lived karmic relationships if you'll notice uh, this is that tip that i read to you 
notice whether they can be happy for you at all if a person cannot be happy for you in any way shape or form they might very much be a karmic because a person should be able to be happy for you it is hard for a karmic connection to show genuine support because there are many too many shadow aspects that play in this dynamic and they are not deeply hidden they are people who did not come from loving households they don't know love for self this is why it's about not making it a battle with this karmic word and karmic relationships so here is where they say the possibility of transmutation with a twin flame relationship into an excited exalted excuse me state of consciousness and stable bliss is attainable should that prospect be desired by both parties so the possibility of transmutation now we're talking about twin flames with a twin flame relationship into an exalted state of consciousness and stable bliss is attainable should that prospect be desired by both parties however here's where she says the transmutation in a karmic relationship which is why it's called karmic is not possible they exist to teach us harsh lessons and to tie up loose ends you are drawn to these people be they family friends or love interests for karmic reasons like all relationships they serve as a catalyst but they do so in a backhanded way they represent unhealthy patterns and detrimental behaviors within the self that need to be addressed in order to break that karmic loop and to heal that affinity once and for all again as you can see this karmic relationship stuff if you connect it to a person who doesn't have healthy boundaries who hasn't learned functional adult who is not in secure attachment the repeat patterns can be broken down in very tangible ways abusive relationships addictive relationships codependent relationships in any way shape or form there are mild ones that i see i was explaining to you that one friend their family is a karmic family they are literally in a oh my gosh they don't want their well-being their family only calls them names they threaten them because they're not the exact example of whatever it is they've decided these two parents you know are not well they have children that are part of society so society doesn't deem that as a negative nor should we because we're not that family but here there's a lot of karmic energy and those individuals are not healthy now the person has been able to have a one person who was their partner who gave them and is still open to sharing unconditional love to try and help them get out and they're still in a space of uh, resistance it's not resistance that's their family that's that's again why you can achieve a state of neutrality and unconditional love when you work with yourself and self-love is yourself okay so person like that which i'm always when i can supporting and i don't speak ill and i won't ever speak ill of their family their loved ones i will help them achieve empowerment unconditional love for self and to be able and say i know why you're with your family and of course you love them how about you handle it this way how about you talk this way and to help them not be hurt by their family's unhealthy toxic behavior now while some would keep on staying in charged states and say those people should be vilified here's the part about family and here's the part about 
when you connect it to the human component with the ego self and all the information that the psycho educators the psychologists share if a person is able to unwind their entire history and bring the ventral vagal state they're able to truly that's true forgiveness for a reason here's that part of nuance equanimity discernment you call whatever you want it's a person who's able to say these are human beings they're not perfect i know that obviously you know i i didn't really want to be in that state but i i'm in a place that is the good place now i can be an adult for me i can understand it isn't easy or hard this is where every person who one is tuning in here today has been given an insight and or an opinion you pose it how you will of how to transmute any type of encounter with people or topic to something that is very very different than the duality and or even people who think they're not in duality anything is transmutable if you are centered in love it doesn't mean what you're seeing ceases to be in its form what it means is you're not in a physical life-threatening situation if you're in a physical war and if you are in a job that puts you in that state that's where your defense mechanism is at play and your vigilance and all the lovely things that people do in hyper aroused state is required and or needed a person who is talking about day-to-day life matters is in a contemplative space where they can choose to keep being adaptive children where they can choose to disregard the ego self in an immature state it is in an immature state because you were an infant like any other person and your brain develops a certain way and your nervous system began defending you the minute you began engaging with that household being able to forgive i use the word but really it's about being able to feel safe is something you can do on your own and when that day comes with your family you'll be able to be at peace with loving them versus holding it against yourself because those people like my friend who loves their family in which i see nothing wrong again i will always say family is family don't touch family i got more than one person who has karmic parents meaning they were very much mistreated very unhealthy not kind they love their family and they will always and here's where i will always support them to be unconditionally loving towards themselves and that family member because that other family member whoever they may be sibling parent again has had their own trauma and to blame them for trauma that they were also an infant in is again missing a piece of the equation and slapping a label medieval evil horrible human being versus that horrible human being was also an infant and this is that part about why the science with trauma and dr bezel vendor Kolk and everything that has been coming forth peter levine so that loop that animals get into they die because they don't have words to talk it out and so they are not evolving in that sense but here when i talked to you and gave you the example of the zoo with the animal keeper and that they're helping the monkeys who have been traumatized there are ways that they can keep their brain engaged to try and help them to not get into these psychosis moments because the animals go into psychosis moments which obviously again in the wild they die because they um, these monkeys for example will start ripping hairs off their arm or i forget what is the other thing they do but you can tell they're entering a state of psychosis so their brain is glitching with that trauma 
which is why when this person's talking about the light the false light and you know programming you know don't think of yourself as a machine because you're a human being you can relate to that it'll help you make sense of stuff but remember the nervous system and brain and go and learn about neuroplasticity if anything because they're talking about nuance with the evolution of what you know they're finding out about the brain but i would integrate psychoeducation sociological education neuroscience definitely i'd look into epigenetics so these are all topics that can give you insights uh very great insights but the karmic thing what i'm trying to get at is we can be in a state of love and enlightenment and transmute because of being in compassion completely from your body it's always going to be a choice and obviously again the memory of what hurt has been done uh, is something that some people they definitely recognize and then they are in certain states other people they love their family like the people that i know and it's about in fact us talking about them in a loving way and then them recognizing the patterns they've been able to break free from thanks to their own uh, psychologist or counselor and doing things this uh, way so possibility of transmutation is always available for the twin flame example and description the possibility of transmutation into an exalted state of consciousness and stable bliss is obtainable should that prospect be desired by both parties this is where i will um go back to the beginning because that will help you even though here she says it twin flames can share the tumulousness of a karmic partner and the passion of soulmate bonds but they're completely different no one uh, journey fits all because uh, the experience can be of bliss so bliss and reunification or these twin flames can keep getting into cycles where they attract and repel each other so the runner chaser dynamic pissing each other off very upset Um, the connection can also be used for people to avoid their own healing journey does happen the connection can also be used um, to deepen your own healing journey and to uh, learn valuable lessons in self-love and unconditional love which accelerates your own ascension that's what the twin flame journey is for but not everybody again does that Um, and here's when you gain free will is at play not everybody does that because this uh, twin flame connections again they state it it's very uh, in-depth and let me go to the beginning so that you guys tuning in can hear it uh, appropriately and fully so twin flame connections they share the identical soul core frequency as you this core frequency comes from the oversoul which is the expression of a person's energy field that is directly above the higher self much of the guidance we receive in this lifetime comes from the level of the oversoul so the oversoul divides itself into multiple pairs of souls which form a soul cluster or what one would call their soul family it does this so that it can immerse itself into a wealth of perspectives and a diversity of experiences so these pairs of souls all share the same oversoul and have very similar energetic signatures but twin flames have the same exact energetic signature within the soul cluster of that oversoul and that's your history lesson for the day i love when she said that true twin flame relationships 
or divine counterpart relationships does not come from a place of deficiency at all it comes from a place of surplus an oversoul so vast so rich in its development a totality so whole and complete in and of itself that it only divides itself in order to be more of service to its own essence and to the universe at large the purpose of the twin flame connection is ascension base and twofold to help raise the collective consciousness of the planet through one's unique service to humanity and to break lifetimes of one karmic cycles in their personal healing journey because twin flame shares the identical soul core frequency as you the depth of recognition emotion and acceleration of spiritual growth that is experienced in a twin flame relationship can be overwhelming and profound as you are meeting the essence of your own godhood in the reflection of the other for the very same reason why the connection is often tremulous in nature because the other is serving as the deepest form of mirror to the core of your being the mirroring is so intense it can lead to cycles of attracting and repelling brings up all insecurities traumas and unresolved wounds of the past to the surface which makes this type of relationship highly volatile because you're not just dealing with two people and their typical emotional baggage you're dealing with your projections of abandonment from the light the fall of atlantis and cyclical cataclysm in the draconian third dimensional timelines this is the part that i didn't find before so here she's comparing <laughs> this ascension it's amazing and i don't laugh because it's funny but the the way that um all of these stories have so much depth i can't wait to find out more um but again so when you're dealing with your twin flame it's two people they're typical it's not the typical emotional baggage you're dealing with all of the projections from abandonment from the light the fall of atlantis and cyclical cataclysm in the draconian third dimensional timelines due to this unique feature of penetrating a person's self-concept deep into the core of their being there is a lot of triggering that goes on in a twin flame connection Uh, each heals the denied forgotten and abandoned parts of the self through the mirror of what the other is bringing up in them in addition to mirroring synchronicities are one of the main ways you can tell if you are experiencing a twin flame connection because you're dealing with your own core frequency in another person so the alignment of inner and outer events are going to be amplified from the first encounter synchronicity plays a strong role to both of uh, both orchestrated and activated spiritual awakening within oneself so the synchronicities uh, play the role to both of the people because it orchestrates and activates the spiritual awakening in each other and it can be summed up as one giant spiritual awakening after another as this connection is designed to catalyze each person to the next level in their ascension process another prominent feature of twin flame connection is the amount of telepathy that takes place large telepathic component to it that can cause the connection to feel omnipresent and it is not reserved to just thoughts or the mental body one's emotions can also be felt so there's a psychic element in this kind of relationship that enhances one's intuitive abilities the individual's entire electro 
magnetic field goes through an activation as an ancient recognition is awakened in one another likewise due to the universal law that like attracts like the twin flame attraction is highly magnetic so the psychic part guys omnipresence i've told you my twin flame stories and yeah that's where it's really wow and what i can say is when i was trying to explain to you how there are people who from hearing about it immediately are looking to be a part of it i would say there's a couple of equations that come to mind and one is i know that there is a need of people to balance masculine feminine energy that's why at this point it's become so common and heard of the twin flame that people will have experienced it but as somebody who began the journey way back when and can tell you without a shadow of a doubt the difference um the the twin flames that are now being experienced are such so that more individuals can obtain that uh, avatar consciousness the balance with their masculine and, and feminine hemispheres because the earth is achieving that same balance and therefore it is normal for all life forms on earth to vibrate because we vibe we all have a vibration and so you vibe in a way as a whole being versus not the earth is in five even though there are some people who will say it's not but i'm saying the vibration of the actual earth not the not where we're at societally speaking we're not at 5d societal consciousness just yet we're just beginning to speak in unconsciously loving and neutral terms to have empowering leaders speak their voice and to bring different charged concepts together in neutrality so to stop the duality and to be in a empowered state and talk about things um let me keep reading so the the individual's entire electromagnetic field goes through an activation as an ancient recognition is awakened in one another likewise due to the universal law that like attracts like the twin flame attraction is highly magnetic this bond is not just felt in any one center of the body although the heart center does experience exceptionally powerful sensations the magnetic attraction takes place through all seven energy centers in the body creating a strong pool that can only be described as intense the major difference between a twin flame a soulmate and a karmic relationship is there is a romantic attraction in a twin flame relationship i will beg to differ but i'm gonna leave it at that and just know that a person who recognizes what their twin flame is knows which is why when they are engaging with them there's a difference to any other soul and or souls in general because again i've more than one twin flame those who have heard the story i'm not going to share it again but um it's in way back one of the episodes from last year's or more but you know you just know there's no doubt about it that it's a it's it's a part of you that's the part when omnipresent is like yeah no question immediately not even it's it's immediate and the only reason it uh was hidden to any person when i've exchanged stories with other people we've come to that knowledge bank of of why and i won't lose or waste your time with that but you guys can ask me if you want the story personally not as an episode um for anybody who needs that type of support uh with somebody who has the experience let me know 
so the major difference between a twin flame i already read that uh twin flames reflect each other's discord whether uh, whatever is held in the person's energy field that is out of alignment with the true self so I, i think it's best for you guys to identify the part where it will bring out whatever is out of alignment in your true self so it it might be discord for some but for others it is areas where you are wanting and or able to achieve more empowerment more unconditional love this is for the five the self-empowered enlightened inclined person to the one who doesn't have discord within your own body because you know that every experience is there to help you become more of you you're leading and have always led and continue to lead from the true self so that self-worth the way i explained it is there for a reason it is an inclined already self-empowered person and you tuning in now can have the same choices now that you know that attachment defensive state our mammalian heritage and why we do seek a we group and how we balance out when we're not being accepted so when we don't fit in how it feels and how you can work through that with your own self-love and acceptance and allowing yourself to not make compromises and be somebody you're not so not be able to express emotions however it is you want to or talk your head off because you want to talk find the group that you can actually share the i'm a talker and laugh about it together that group okay the ones who unconditionally love you because you have that you can have that before uh they can reflect one another's harmony and soulmates uh we're talking still about twin flames so before twin flames can reflect one another's harmony and soulmates typically reflect okay so soulmates typically reflect a person's harmony while with twin flames you're first going to find the what's out of alignment and so you won't reflect your harmony okay but the soulmates reflect a person's harmony anyone you feel a deep bond with where you both are on the same wavelength as a soulmate so together soulmates do trigger each other this is where some soulmates play bigger roles in a person's life than others and uh, each one is meant to assist our evolution and share a special form of love with they can be family or friends or even romantic partners they can also be strangers they are bonds in our life soulmates that give us emotional fulfillment and a sense of belonging the soulmate relationship still includes conflict and challenges these are not ill-willed in nature and then the difference between twin flame and karmic is that the karmic will lead a person further away from their life purpose while the twin flame is the opposite so in fact the karmic they are repelled by a person's expansion and therefore the karmic relationship seeks to unconsciously hinder one's spiritual growth the twin flame relationship will catalyze a person's expansion toward their soul's life purpose and towards spiritual growth the whole goal of a twin flame relationship is to catalyze one another into embodying one's higher self your infinite higher human potential while the karmic is full of addictions abuse power games they stay in the ego soulmates you achieve harmony the conflict you experience this is why for me many people live soulmate relationships and they label it twin flame 
simply because there's a very distinctive factor that before twin flame became a thing is that particular element again you immediately know you don't need to live anything you know from a feeling not from what you experience now they have classes they're teaching people about the different stages and yada yada this is that unity consciousness where i've shared so it's all in favor of a person becoming a 5d self-empowered individual being able to bring together the male and female hemispheres of you to be a whole person an empowered person soulmates you will have conflict the same way twin flame you are very very aware of it being a part of you it's not it's a part uh, like a finger that is yours there is not even it's not not a part of you and the part of mirrors i would say i know why most people experience this uh, relationship with this mirroring thing but a person and it's again those tuning in who are inclined to be your own ego your own self you don't do the mirror thing uh you recognize obviously the uh, what comes up so you recognize that something's coming up with the interaction but it isn't a mirror because the way they describe this is like you complete opposites so on one hand i can again always relate to how they're describing it because there are elements of that when it's a soulmate it's you growing the same way we grow with our family connection and unity consciousness as we have uh, described and i'll read that again so that you can understand this is that part the ability for you to consistently evolve in your life happens from within mind heart and body but our relationships obviously are what get us to evolve even further and it will always be in a way that you are inclined to be those who have terminus stuff going on haven't yet uh, allowed the choice of neutrality that's all and it is a bigger deal for some it, it is a lesser deal meaning some are more willing to open up to unconditional love towards themselves towards family towards everything karmic relationship twin relationship soulmate relation doesn't matter people are people you love life you love life i said that twice <laughs> you love being able to grow and and you're not ready to give up on you know the world or on anything and the spirit enjoys expanding so everyone's higher potential is in your mind everyone's well-being is in your mind and that means helping people feel that they fit in even when they may say silly things like the flat earthers and again not dissing them doesn't mean you have to agree with them being able to sit with them and say okay you believe that i believe this let us not argue about it and whoever wants to start arguing about it dude why why do you want to argue with me about it let it go and disengaging if the person doesn't want to disengage because they're that type of person they're obviously that insecure is the word i'm going to use because you know what when i know the truth i don't need to prove it i don't need to laugh in your face i don't need to humiliate you i don't need to do any of that and i don't need to think of the human species as ignorant because we have a group of people that decided to bond over a common theme 
when you understand why they're bonding in a common theme that is that not only is there information that has led them to it fyi but really they're people who have a deep level of insecurity somewhere that led them to be in those spaces people want to talk about misinformation they want to talk about blaming social media the education system all of the culpable they want to stay in a charged state having an enemy to fight the 5d self-empowered person doesn't have an enemy to fight since life is not a battlefield it is not a game we have right now and as long as you live and you have systems and cultures and countries and politicians and tv and all these professionals we have all these names that we have and have had for a long time and the ability to interact and do stuff open businesses file a complaint go and protest go and do we have many ways to expand life make it better it's not because you're a loud voice or a silent voice that that's going to change it is because of what people do in their day-to-day functional adults more people in avatar consciousness unity consciousness 5d state consciousness self-empowerment is what's going to get us there so what is unity consciousness unity consciousness where are you where is my lovely definition where she gives us the duality component ah i can't find it i can't find avatar consciousness well oneness i'm going to use oneness because it's still a state of consciousness that will mean no not that part the christ consciousness okay guys my notes wait bear with me jesus christ consciousness here it is so christ consciousness is about merging the masculine and feminine hemispheres into one and by doing so becoming spiritually spiritually sovereign you becoming a whole person and here's the part of at the end when she says 5d 5d and seeing jesus in 5d versus the 3d 4d right here jesus is viewed from the third and fourth dimension as a savior once you raise your consciousness to the fifth dimension and above christ consciousness it is understood in a more mature form as unity consciousness and unity consciousness is where we bring to harmony our masculine and feminine hemispheres it is where we are able to be empowered by our own free will because we're not tricked and that we're not uh, in a space of insecurity we are and know how to develop conscious and we're in dharma so karma doesn't build because essentially you are what jesus tried to teach us undivided consciousness you are whole in your masculine and feminine energy you are not in a state of i need the we group to keep on existing as me 
the self-worth it's not about the outside what we do we still will want to treat our earth right we still will need food we still for now need air we'll build stuff we'll keep on moving along we'll develop a different type of currency because we're going digital but from within you you are a whole person you are that oneness and that unity consciousness that avatar consciousness because you're able to have nuance the neuroplasticity you're able to be in mahasamadhi that great equanimous intellect or equanimous ah the part where you're able to not depend on the external for truth but you understand that we build pieces of information in time with our signs with our words with our explorations and that the body does have a way that it has evolved and so in your life for you this moment of evolution has been taking place quite differently or it begins to be different and that you're able to sit and have different types of conversations with people so when it comes to the inner growth thought of the day the way i broke this down let's see what i broke down the evolution of things takes place gradually in our life whether this evolution involves a project business growth inner growth personal transformation or major change in life and so on it is because of the gradual evolution of things that it is challenging to see the role every moment and interaction plays on bringing about the evolution that is going to take place as you look back at every component to a situation personal transformation business goal inner growth moment and so on you notice how every piece of that specific situation contributed to you getting exactly where you needed to be in order for the evolution to finally take place place the frame of mind needed the perspective needed the knowledge and awareness you gained in those moments we're all needed so that the evolution would come to completion we're all needed excuse me we're all needed but we are also all needed and become a steady component of you and your life moving forward so when evolution happens in your life the 5d self-empowered enlightened way it's always building my twin flames uh let's just put it this way i'd say that none have achieved the state of recognition that's for sure uh to the point of uh achieving harmony in in a specific format but i will say this they're also uh, continuing their beautiful journey each in their own unique way and i say they because like i said those who tune in regularly know the story but what i also wanted to share is whether you want to talk about soulmate twin flame or karmic relationships partners uh, family again people in our life they help you to evolve when you're allowing yourself uh, to take from what has been presented to you and to make something more from it this is why when she says the twin flame dynamic doesn't come from a lack and why i'm very uh, convinced that it's because it's a term that it's being used but what we're seeing are many people being brought to face more of a masculine charge for sure and or feminine charge and those ego self wounds the trauma come up and surface because every person can now achieve or is being brought to achieve 
a state of wholeness they call it unity consciousness christ consciousness i even use the term the 5d self-empowered enlightened way and you follow your heart but it is about us becoming that functional adult person that can work from their ventral vagal state and not only us but all of us need to talk about these polarized topics that are very important to us emotionally that hold a lack of harmony see even my throat doesn't want to play nice right now (laughs) and uh, to come and talk about it not with any less emotion by the way with the same emotion that we began and always will hold in life it's with a maturity this is the unity consciousness and when she says 5d we'll look at jesus and say unity consciousness christ consciousness unconditional love not you are saving me from something evil that is about to take place and the same goes for our institutions people look at our history books they look at humanity and they say evil greedy human beings they have an enemy that is part of life and so they don't achieve a state of avatar consciousness unity consciousness they're in a fear charge state and their body in that moment is not the adult and there's many ways that people can sit and stay in these places because we have a lot of different ways information is given to us but most importantly and the real part is the element of fear it doesn't look like fear like when i think of interactions that have taken place in my life those individuals that did what they did didn't think of their actions as fear if anything they thought of them maybe with words such as karmic and negative or evil and bad and instead of um, being able to bring harmony and peace they might have done differently which is always a hope that is not the case but in one way or another for me i got to use the love personally and unwind it with the same level of love and thanks to the psychoeducation i can actually understand with the ego self and the development of a person why people do what they do and so it's not karmic it's not uh, not karmic it's a person who reacts always with a charged state if they're in a fear state if they're not in a ventral vagal state so their behavior cannot be in a place of uh, oneness unity consciousness or harmony for there is not that present in their body in that moment the ability for any of us to bring that level of insight into relationships is a choice that comes from a heart that can claim self-worth self-empowerment and knowing the ventral vagal state as a choice and a way that it works it does take practice because it is every time you're not given the uh, sense of safety that you'll be faced with that which is why it is understandable to me the dynamics at play when it comes to again this uh, twin flame journey soulmate journey karmic journey unity consciousness and all the different uh, areas that are in charge states they're coming slowly to points of visibility as those of us who are in the neutral state and applied 5d state of consciousness present these subject matters all in 
our different uh, areas of expertise and that different area where those who tune in to different 5d people are, are tuning in for the same uh, idea of the resonance and the oversoul and all that good stuff we are all here <clears throat> it would be uh, quite if you ask me boring if we all thought the same thought but really it's also unrealistic due to the fact that every story has uh, so much information like the atlantis uh, thing and the draconian i don't i've heard of that one but I, I haven't looked into it i need to go figure out what that one is but again the way that you in your own life achieve more and more of that expansion is always going to integrate more and more of you if you're coming from a place of love and when you recognize the lack if you will you don't blame it you don't accuse it you recognize it as what it is it's a moment where the ego self of you didn't feel welcome or something happened you're now able to take a look at that charge state and create an adult-like version of it you know and to stop reacting so you get to choose to stop allowing emotions to be like this uh, game where they press a button and you react it's very empowering it's also very beautiful when you get to the bliss state to be able and have some things take place and be able to appreciate to be in gratitude it's not good bad it's gratitude because you did and you always take the evolution the expansion component from the experience of your relationships that's why i was saying karmic relationships can totally be transmuted if on the other end there is an unconditionally loving human being who understands that charged state is a person's insecurities hurt fears something's going on and that's it and and they can try and help if you will but there's nothing to help the person's acting out that state what the person who's aware can do is one stay calm two back off three disengage and in fact when a person is consistently not in favor of your growth you're not going to interact with them if you're an empowered being you're gonna say dude like with my attachment friend you guys know this that last conversation it was like dude we obviously are not a match i can't meet your needs i didn't say you're a horrible human being who's and go on accusing them of something i literally acknowledged we're incompatible because you're asking things that i can't give you and as an adult i said so they disagreed but we have ceased certain types of communication for we are incompatible i cannot give them what they want a 5d self-empowered person always evolves your life is a continuous expansion of love and nobody because the love doesn't come from the external your love is is the essence of you but you also have the ability to sit in compassion for all humanity and the more you grow that the more you grow that choice one of enlightenment but this avatar consciousness this woman's talking about unity consciousness but really an adult person who can be enamored with life and what i like more is said guru's term because i love infinite knowledge man so intellect that makes me mahasamadhi great equanimous intellect the highest level of equanimity of the intellect 
call it also nuance if you will we'll probably learn more about the neuroplasticity stuff as i learn but in the meantime i look forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic so call in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section on the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all sorts of love hugs and smiles Thank you.